0: Okay, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit tired. Uh, this is episode 140. Can you believe there are 139 other episodes of the podcast before this one? Uh, this is episode 140. And I will admit it has been a while. One person actually did say to me the other day that she was very sad that I've stopped doing the podcast. And I haven't really. <laughs> it's just been so busy at this time of year, I haven't had a chance to do it. Even now, it is 10 to 10 in the evening, I'm still in the studio, just been finishing up everything I needed to get done, and of course on my list, I wanted to record another episode of the podcast. Not just because a few people have said, it's a shame I don't do it, uh, but because of one email, which I will mention at the end, that jogged me into getting back on and finding the time to do it. So just to prove that the podcast is alive and well, I'm Paul, and this is the Mastering protocol i can't even say it (laughs) i've been saying it for years i can't even say it right here we go one more go i'm paul and this is the mastering portrait photography podcast done like a professional So I'm sitting here in the studio, having spent the day speed editing, essentially speed editing. I think I've got through four different jobs uh, today, as well as a multitude of other things that needed uh, doing. It's one of those weeks because as of tomorrow evening, so it's Wednesday, it's Tuesday now, but as of Wednesday evening, I'm up in Birmingham with the rest of the team from the British Institute of Professional Photography, the BIP, uh, because it's our annual award celebrating the very best, the very best of professional photography around the world. Uh, A couple of days up there and then after that, first thing Saturday morning. And when I say first thing, I really do mean first thing. Uh, Sarah and I are taking the kids away just for a couple of nights to go and have some fun. Uh, haven't done it for a little bit and it's always such a thrill when the four of us are together. They're in their 20s now, so they're not really kids. Well, they'll always be kids to me and Sarah, I guess. Uh, but I cannot wait to get some time away. But whenever it's like this and I have consecutively sort of four or five nights or four or five days ...out of the studio. Of course, I have to get everything cleared that needs to be done, not just for this week, uh, but for uh, the coming week as well, so that Michelle... Who will still be in the studio can continue to, to uh, meet clients and do the things that need to be done. Uh, this year, uh, one of the things, or one of the things that uh, Sarah has just been doing, is putting together next year's timetable of workshops, or at least the first few. Uh, this year has been an incredible year for our training and our workshops and our coaching. And when I started out, I honestly didn't foresee that I would end up running workshops and things like that at our studio. Uh, If I'm honest, I'm not sure that I thought I'd be any good at it. But well, you know, you try these things, people ask you to do these things, and it has been a blast. Now, I always knew we had the facilities to do it, and I always knew that enthusiasm can get you a long way. But my real passion, the thing I love more than anything else, is when I have a camera in my hand and I'm creating Images, images, and I was a bit concerned, I guess, uh, when it came to uh, workshops that maybe, just maybe, I wouldn't get the chance to do that quite so much. And anything, if anything, that could not be further from the truth. Actually, when I'm running workshops, it's all we do. <laughs> we mess around, we laugh, we get creative, we create images, and people keep coming back. So I'm assuming we're doing something well and we do have the perfect space for it. This studio is an exceptional space to feel uh, creative, to feel like you want to learn and develop. And I do that here every single day. And in this space, we have met some of the nicest people imaginable. So a huge shout out to everyone who has been on one of our workshops and those who have just booked uh, for some of next year's tranche. Uh, Sarah has worked solidly (laughs) for the last couple of days. Figuring out the dates, figuring out who's been on waiting lists, uh, getting everything together and planned out for the workshops that start in January next year. He says, checking his notes. Yes, it is January next year. Sarah's giving me a crib sheet. You hear that? That's my crib sheet of dates. Uh, So the workshops for next year. Uh, We're starting off... We, st- we kick off the programme for 2024 at the end of January. Um, one of them is already full. It, it sold out within hours of us publicising it. When I say publicising it, we didn't publicise it outside of everyone who's already been on our workshop. So one of the things we've done is if you've come on one of our workshops, we have a Facebook group that's entirely closed, except for people who have been on one of our workshops along with a few people from the trade who can answer specific questions if necessary. So, for instance, the guys from Graphic Studio are on there. Uh, Big shout to those guys. So if anyone has a question about creating albums, maybe, then I've got not just my expertise and Sarah's expertise, but I have people from the trade uh, in there as well. And that's really useful. Uh, And the first place we do whenever we we release new dates is push them into that uh, group so that people in there get first dibs on any dates. And one of the classes, one on photographing dogs of all things. Have I reminded you that I'm not a dog photographer? Uh, Well, you know, I've I've worked out we've, we've done 438 shoots for the hearing dog. So I suspect me protesting that I'm not a dog photographer. I'm a people photographer, probably doesn't hold much weight these days. I hang on to it, but in the end, I do love creating these images. And the dog photography workshop went in a heartbeat. So we've added another one into the mix later in the year, uh, but that one sold out within just a few hours. Anyway, Sarah spent ages getting the plans together getting them up onto the website, making sure everything's tagged and they are now available. So if anyone is interested, he says, as a (laughs) slight cross sell, uh, then please do head to paulwilkinsonphotography.co.uk and look for the workshop section or simply Google Paul Wilkinson Photography Workshops and it will land you straight onto the programme. Like I said, the first one sold out in just a few hours and spaces are certainly being snapped up. And do remember that there is a discount if you are a member of the BIP, the MPA, the Societies, uh, the Guild uh, or even just a registered member of the masteringportraitphotography.com website. It's just a way of us encouraging you to register so that we can send out emails to you. Uh, On that note, or on the note rather, of uh, workshops and masterclasses, I am beyond thrilled to say that I'm going to be back, or Sarah and I are going to be back at the Society's Convention in January. Uh, We will be running both a superclass and a masterclass. So the superclass is four hours, messing around with lighting, messing around with cameras, messing around with locations. We're going to be creating headshots and personal branding. So headshots, to me, are my favourite type of portrait. I don't know why. I can't put my finger on it. But there's something about the purity of just having someone's face in front of the camera beautifully lit with expression, with eye contact, with connection, with laughter, with seriousness, with engagement, all of these kinds of words. I absolutely love it. So the super class is going to be four hours or so of messing around, creating beautiful headshots. And it's a hands-on superclass. So bring a camera. If you're going to come into that work class, work, uh, superclass, bring a camera and we're going to be playing around uh, and trying different things. Uh, the masterclass, uh, which is the following day, is a couple of hours, so oh, it's an hour and a half. And it's called Two Lights, Ten Looks, One Personal Brand. That's Two Lights, Ten Looks, One Personal Brand. Um, it came out of an idea that I had of showing people how to create beautiful lighting with essentially very basic kit a couple of small lights a couple of soft boxes uh, and we will create some magic and show you how to do it in a reliable and repeatable way uh, because um, We've, you know, we've learned over the years that it's, it's all very well. Uh People say to me, you know, it's, it's fine for you. You've got this pro photo kit and you've got this lighting and you've got the studio. And actually, that, though that is all absolutely true, I spend a good chunk of my working life out in other people's offices, out on location with whatever I can carry on my back. So simple lighting, simple setup, but still creating beautiful portrait of course there is a trade-off you know uh with the big lights or the you know the big uh, pro photo monoblocks you get a lot more power uh which makes life a little bit easier but in the end you can work magic with very basic kit so that's what we're going to be doing covering basically everything you might need when creating personal brand photography uh, with a couple of lights uh and uh a couple of softboxes a couple of modifiers and if you think the two workshops are a little bit similar ones on uh headshots and the others uh, sort of a swinging around personal branding it's because we were honored we we actually only applied to do the master class which is the two lights uh 10 looks one personal brand um but the society's Got in touch, and we were honoured to be asked to put on a super class uh, all about uh, headshots. So they actually had a look at some of the workshops we've been running over the year, and fancied the idea of me taking a chunk of that, a small chunk of that, uh, over to the convention in January. So that's two classes, and both are on my favourite kind of portraiture. The super class is on the 17th of January 2024. So if, if you're listening to this in June 2024 you've missed it. (laughs) Head over to Paul Wilkinson Photography and see if we're running any courses soon. So the superclass, 17th of January from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's in London, while the masterclass is the following day from 11.30 to 1 p.m. So for the superclass, you better have a decent breakfast uh, because if if you know me and if you've ever been on one of our workshops, uh, you know I will already be bouncing off the walls by 9 a.m. because I'll have a camera in my hand, we'll be talking about photography and I will be having the time of my life. Uh, Anyway, whether or not you do decide to come to one of our classes, it would be truly wonderful to see you at the convention. As Sadly, I couldn't be there last time round and so I'm beyond excited. I cannot wait to be back in the mix this coming January for what is, at least in my opinion, not only the coolest event of the year, but by far the best way to start your year. And although, you know, when you run a small business, you know there's not really a sense of a year. But I think as a photographer, certainly as a portrait photographer, there is a sense as we head towards Christmas that there's the closing out of one business year and the opening up of another. And I can, I can honestly say my favourite way of starting a new year is to go to the convention, have a few beers, meet some of the nicest people on the planet and do nothing much but laugh, maybe argue a little, but certainly talk shop all about photography and the business. Of photography. Uh, talking of events, and I have mentioned this already, it is the BIPP, the BIP uh, award tonight uh, coming up on this Thursday. There has been so much going on recently with judging qualifications. Awards and I cannot wait to see everyone at the coming awards night. And if you're curious, and you should be, (laughs) I will be wearing black tie. Uh, I might see if I can get someone to take a quick picture of us. Uh, Sarah has got a beautiful uh, green dress, and as always, will look incredible. So I will do my very best uh, not to, uh, I'll do my very best to look smart, (laughs) not to show her up uh, by being scruffy. I'm gonna, I will be in black tie for. Regalia, looking like a penguin or maybe a bouncer, <laughs> who knows. Uh, but I will be there, black tie, because I think it's going to be a really incredible uh, evening. Uh, being chair of qualifications and awards for the BIP is, is not only an honour, it is an honour. It's a lot of work, but it is an honour. Uh, but it does have its perks, and, and the biggest, I think, is that I get to talk and listen to to the most amazing judges, just as we did a few weeks ago uh, for the BIP qualifications round. So two days at the Flash Centre in Birmingham. Big shout out, by the way, to the guys at the Flash Centre in Birmingham. Thank you for your hospitality. Uh, it was greatly appreciated. I did, of course, spend some money. Couldn't resist. What do you do when you're in a shop that sells nothing but lighting kit? Well, you buy some. That's what you do. Uh, but anyway, the qualifications were brilliant. We had the most beautiful images. We had insightful and intelligent judging from the team, the panel of judges that we pulled together. Uh, at this time, as well as in the side, we're using some quite clever tech. So we're recording the judges' discussions and using some clever transcription tech because, of course, we're surrounded uh, by AI technology just at the moment. Uh, so we're using some of that to describe the discussions. And I'm hoping... Hoping if I can figure out how to make it both both useful and um, full of uh, details that are would be valuable, uh, but I still need to be able to anonymize it completely so that although we will have um, judges the judges discussion, I don't want there to be any details of who they're discussing who they're discussing and who the judges are, but I do want to somehow be able to capture all of this really valuable, really rich. Uh, information from the judges. So we're working on that behind the scenes and that will hopefully start to uh, appear in the coming year. Um, Every year, I say every year, every year at this time of year, I feel completely overwhelmed when we get towards the end of November. Uh, Christmas is looming and, and I haven't even thought of an idea for this year's Christmas card, let alone shot it and finished it. Maybe I should just stick some questions in the chat GPT and see what carnage it sends back to me. <laughs> it's going to be something, right? Uh, every year we shoot a new uh, festive card and every year I do it at the last possible second. Um, but the nights are dark, the weather is damp, and we are working flat out to get everything ordered in time for this year's uh, Christmas deliveries. And even though it is every year, and even though, actually, technically, I've been doing this a long time, it always amazes me how I struggle with never getting anything finished the way I want it. I think it was the very first, was it the very first episode? I think it was the very first episode of the podcast, 139 episodes ago. <laughs> uh, I talk about not waiting for things to be perfect before you get on and do something. Sadly, being perfect is not a luxury you can afford. When I went, when I finished my PhD, which coincidentally is in uh, artificial intelligence, I really should do something with that. <laughs> Here I am with qualifications in something that is going to profoundly change our industry. I should probably do something with that. Hmm. Who knows? Anyway, uh, my first job interview. I went to what was then Anderson Consulting as a new. I was a new graduate. I got a PhD in, in something pretty techie, um, and I went and had a job interview. And in the job interview, they do that thing where they ask you a series of questions and you do that thing where you give them rehearsed answers where they will say things like, What's your biggest weakness? And rather than give them an actual weakness like, I can't sing, I can't dance, wouldn't make much of a male model, you give them something like, I'm way too I'm way too focused and passionate about quality, about detail about making everything perfect now i was young i was naive and i gave essentially that answer the question came what are your weaknesses and amongst them i threw out there promptly regretted it but i threw out there uh i like things to be absolutely right and i will work tirelessly to make to to have like that level of quality in everything i do to which the really nice guy who's interviewing me put his pen down and he looked at me and he said Who's paying for that? And I said, well, you know, because, of course, up until that point, essentially, I'd been in academia. Nobody paid for it. My job was just to do things right. He said, who's going to pay for that? And I kind of flustered a little bit and blustered a little bit. And he said, your client isn't paying you for perfection. Your client is paying for you to deliver the very best that they can afford to give the business benefits they've asked for that's your job. Yes, quality, quality, quality. At that time, the word quality ran through everything in project management. Um, You don't have the luxury of a limitless time. And it's amazing even now that I get frustrated when I can't get images finished to the right level, the website up to the right level, even the podcast, even this podcast that I created just for some fun I get frustrated. I can't get the quality where I'd love it to be. But the reality is you can't. The reality is in particularly when you run a business, time is not a luxury. Time is what you turn into a profit. And there isn't the time. I try. I try my best to deliver the very best that I can. And I do work long hours and I will work seven days a week Um, and I will do everything in my power. To make sure that every image that goes out on social media, every image that goes out to a client, every image I produce is as good as I can get it to be. But the reality is it can never be as good as I want it to be because you don't have that much time. Now, a couple of weeks ago, honestly, so much has happened since the last last episode. But a couple of weeks ago, a friend of ours decided, or he must have decided this further back, but I didn't know about it, decided to record an LP, a proper vinyl LP. I didn't even know you can get them made in the sum total of one, but he has. He decided to record some covers for his wife. It's her 50th birthday. He could not work out what to to buy her. So he basically, (laughs) he bought himself some recording kit to record vocals, guitar, uh, keyboards, Um, but on a couple of the tracks. So it's it's an EP rather than an LP. It's an EP. Um, He needed live drums. Now, he gave me a week's notice for one of the tracks that he wanted. Now, a long time ago, way back in the day, uh, I was actually a musician's union, registered, subscribed, paid up member, a professional drummer, session drummer. I used to go out and do shows, uh, play drums all over the place, play drums all around the world. Um, always thought that would be my living, but it turns out that, you know, the career's advice from school suggests otherwise. And eventually, after much bouncing around, ended up as a techie engineer. Uh, and it was only much later when that was all grounded, I decided I really did want to do something creative. The drumming by now or by then had probably escaped me. So thankfully, I still had my camera and turned this into my living. But I stepped away from drumming. And the last time I actually played a kit was at Sarah and my mine and Sarah's wedding, 20 years ago. 20. That's the last time I picked up a pair of sticks. Now you'd think, you'd think that um, after 20 years of not playing, you know, I'd need a little bit of notice. I got seven days to think about the one track. And then in the email that confirmed the studio we were going to go in to record this track, um, he mentioned quietly in the text that we're recording two tracks It turns out I didn't know about one of them, so I now had 24 hours to think about the other. Now, I'm very proud to say that the drumming doesn't sound too bad. Um, I will post a link. The album has been uploaded onto Spotify. You can listen to the couple of tracks that I do play on. Uh, They are out there. Uh, They don't sound too crappy. You know, if if you're a purist drummer, I'm sure you'll hear the bits where my hands are a little bit tighter than they should be, because after 20 years... My head, in my head, I could hear how I wanted each note to be, how I wanted each part of the shuffle pattern, how I wanted all of it to hang together. But of course, muscle memory is not what it was. Now, the idea that it's like falling off a bike does, to an extent, hold true. In the same way that I pick up a camera, it's automatic. And I I surprise myself at how automatic um, it has been picking up a pair of drumsticks. But you can still hear, or I think you can still hear, that slight... I don't know what the right word for it is, Uh, but there's a couple of bits where I can hear uh, just uh, how in my head I can hear what I'm trying to do. But my hands didn't quite keep up. On top of that, he suddenly said, oh, and we're going to need a cover for it. We're going to need a photograph and some design. Again, almost no notice. This time, I think I had one night uh, in which to take a photograph of him. And create a cover. Now, admittedly, the cover does look a little like a uh, maybe, you know, Peter Gabriel image or a picture of Steve Jobs or Bruce Springsteen because I really had no time and I went for something that I knew we could get to work without too much trouble. Uh, Nice and contrasty monochrome, quite old school, and I love it. I have to admit, I love it, Uh, but original, it probably isn't. Now, I can't say either my playing or my graphic creativity are what I would have loved them to have been with more time. But if you double the time, I doubt I would have doubled my satisfaction and I certainly wouldn't have doubled my client's satisfaction. The old adage that 80% of the success is created in 20% of the time is probably about right. And that is just as true tonight as I finish working through the last of the images that I've got to sort out. If I had twice as much time I just know that I wouldn't be twice as happy with the end result. Perfection really is something not many people have the luxury they can afford, and certainly in my business, that's very, very true. So, on that happy note, remember that workshops. If you want to find out about our workshops, just Google Paul Wilkinson Photography workshops, or head over to paulwilkinsonphotography.co.uk and hit the coaching uh, menu album, uh, the menu item. Uh, alternatively, if you're just curious about just tons of information about portrait photography, why not head over to Mastering Portrait Photography where there's a whole heap of videos, articles, diagrams, ideas and of course it is the spiritual home of this very podcast. Finally, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who emails us and in particular this time around I wanted to thank Craig. If you're listening Craig, I just genuinely wanted to say thanks for emailing in and describing how you are now working back through all of the episodes for the second time, I think the email says, starting again at one and working way up to 139, uh, well, now 140. It was a lovely email, and it was that email that gave me the kick uh, because I have been slacking. I know the podcast has not been out for a while. We've been incredibly busy. There's just a lot going on, and something had to give, and for a while, it was the podcast, because the podcast relies on me sitting for an hour or two on my own with a pair of headphones and a microphone, piecing together my thoughts and putting into, into hopefully some kind of coherent sort of speech, I guess. Um, and finding the headspace and the physical time to do that has just been a little bit of a challenge. But here I am. I have a microphone. I have, headf- I have the headphones. And with a little bit of luck, this podcast has been at least intelligible if not coherent so thank you Craig for giving me the kick as ever if like Craig Dave do you want to get in touch you can email me at paul at paul wilkinson photography.co.uk that's paul at paul wilkinson photography.co.uk and of course whatever else you do while you're chasing that elusive perfection remember this be kind to yourself take care